Welcome to the Business English Podcast, the best place for non-native professionals to learn how to communicate clearly and confidently. My name is Tanya Suarez, and in each episode, you're going to learn specific skills to develop your corporate communication, American pronunciation, and career strategy in order to build the life you deserve. Let's jump right in to part one. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how breathing impacts fluency. Now, breathing is obviously you're familiar with it. It's wonderful for general survival purposes, and it's also great for relaxation techniques and and anxiety reduction when you inhale, exhale. However, something that a lot of people don't know is that you can use breathing and a specific technique I'm going to teach you to help you speak more fluidly and more fluently. So what happens is a lot of times you don't, and you might do this in your native language. I find that you probably unconsciously breathe you know, as, as you need when you speak in your native language. And in English, you just haven't made that connection or you're so busy trying to kind of piece together what you want to say or trying to find the right word that you don't breathe like you normally would. Okay, so very specifically, the type of breathing that I'm talking about and what I do with my clients, and I did this today, is you want to inhale through your mouth. So when you're speaking, and this is amazing for when you're giving presentations or having meetings, but honestly, just for regular conversation, it's also very useful. (sighs) Okay, so breathe. Now, when you're going to speak, when you first start training it, I would recommend to be aware of it and train it just at the beginning of every sentence or every thought. So if you're reading out loud, do it at the beginning of every sentence. If you're speaking, try to do it at the beginning of every thought, which usually breaks down to every sentence. As you get more comfortable with it, then you're going to find the right places or the places where you can breathe naturally in between thoughts or in between sentences. But here I'm getting ahead of myself. So the first thing is when you're speaking, don't breathe through your nose, do breathe through your mouth. And this is something that when you breathe through your nose, it's interesting because it takes more time. And, and it's interesting to me anyway, because be, even though it takes more time, that's still the tendency to breathe through your nose. So you either have awkward pauses, you start using fillers like um and uh because of that awkward pause, or you just stop breathing. So what you're going to do is you're actually going to inhale through your mouth, but it's a small breath. So it's not, it's just little, you don't want to open your mouth too much. It's going to be small. And what this does is it doesn't take up more time. And when you practice it, you'll be able to have that inhale. It's very subtle. It's not going to cause a pause and you're going to be able to flow into your next thought or your next sentence. So it's going to be a small inhale and I'll try to exaggerate it so you can hear it. And then you're going to speak. So it's not inhale, exhale, speak. It's not inhale, pause, speak. It's inhale smoothly, speak smoothly. When you speak, that is the exhale. So as you're speaking, the air is coming back out, but it's really important to give yourself the oxygen to continue. So what happens is, and you'll notice, I recommend starting by practicing this technique when reading out loud. So pick a paragraph, an Instagram caption, whatever you want. And the reason is it it allows you to focus on the breathing instead of thinking about what to say. So master it first through breathing out loud, and then you're going to, or simultaneously, you're going to observe yourself when you speak. And when you're speaking, it's going to be 
it's going to be interesting because it's going to feel really awkward at first because you're not used to it. You're going to forget or you might get frustrated. I would even have someone, you know, like my clients do with me, but you can ask your spouse, a friend just to observe you or you can record yourself and you can kind of see what happens because when you don't breathe, that's when if you're reading a paragraph, for example, you'll notice that by the end of it, you're either going a lot faster because you're literally your body's like, oh, feed me oxygen. <laughs> so it's rushing through it. You, if you started off with good intonation and good flow, by the end of it, it's non-existent. You're just rushing through it. You're not, your intonation is sacrificed, which means the delivery and the efficacy of the message is also going to be sacrificed. So by having these micro breaths, these short inhales before you speak, that gives you the energy to focus on the delivery. When you don't have oxygen, you quite frankly go into fight or flight and you're focusing on survival. So let's give your body what it needs to be able to do what it wants in terms of language. So once you're breathing, and oh, I wish you could see me, <laughs> maybe I'll make a video because oh, I'm doing this as we're, you know, I do this naturally. I've observed both native speakers and non-native speakers, and this is one of the things that I think is the biggest differential. Now, when it comes to public speaking, this is something that absolutely affects both native and non-native speakers because that's a whole, you know, you're putting another element into the mix. So if you're going, if you're practicing this for public speaking, be patient with yourself. It, but it is really, really, imagine trying to swim from one side of the pool to the other without coming up for air. Yes, you could do it, but by the end of it, it's just not, you know, by the time you hit that other wall, you're going to be exhausted. Your form is going to change if you're into swimming. And if you come up for air every few strokes, oh, it's just, it just changes everything. And really the goal is, I find that if you feel that your English is robotic, if you feel that maybe you're kind of monotonous, kind of boring, and you know that that's not really your personality or it's impacting, if you feel like, oh, I just feel like I lose my train of thought by the end of the PowerPoint slide or, or in the middle of a conversation, this is probably one of the biggest things you can do to help yourself in those moments. All right, so remember, you're gonna inhale and then speak smoothly. And then anytime, if, as a, okay, so for your secondary training, once you feel comfortable with the first, like the beginning of the sentences, another good place to breathe is at the word and. The A, the way your mouth, of the shape of your mouth is going to be kind of open already. And because it's a conjunction, so if you have and, but, or, you're connecting two big chunks of information. So that's going to be the second place where you can check about, you know, really making a moment to do that inhale technique. Okay, so go ahead and go try and do this. Observe yourself, be patient with yourself, and trust that this is... For a lot of people that I coach, this is like a big missing piece. Once you get the breathing in, you start realizing how much faster and easier the English component is. You're able to focus on the next level, which is not necessarily for most people. If you're listening to this, you're probably quite advanced. It's not that you needed more words. It's that you needed more fluidity, which is the, the missing piece to fluency. I find most people focus on fluency, but really it's the fluidity. It's the smoothness. So practice the breathing and then you'll be able to, hopefully my goal, it's going to feel awkward at first, but my goal for you is that you feel more relaxed, relax your shoulders as well, by the way. And I want you to feel more, it's not about confidence at this point. The confidence will, is like a secondary. Um, the primary difference that you're going to feel is that you're probably less tired. 
So it's going to kind of address that that speaking, that language fatigue, which then that translates into feeling more confident. So stick with it. Let me know if you have any questions. And as always, you got this. For more business English resources like articles, videos, courses, and one-to-one coaching with me, head over to tanyasuarez.com.